Right, back here on the sports grind calvin casey jonas clark producing spinning the one and twos today's show is being presented by dosekis get a dose we are broadcasting here from the newly mastro the bill tequila studios 877-37-GRIND is your number um rolling on here we've got some um people checking in on facebook live we got somebody on hold too right okay we got to go to the phones but real quick let's go and read some of the facebook live that is checking in uh we've got uh let's see here who's first up um you want to go to travis let's go to travis travis green is checking in and says hey my commanders are going to surprise a lot of people this season and our qb will be okay i can't wait um look i mean I haven't got to even look at what the Washington win toll is. I don't even want to see it until I get ready to get to them because I'm doing all this in real time and we got two to do today before we get out of here. Um, I've always I have said that the one thing that I haven't really, you know, maybe underestimated and we'll see is because Ron Rivera talked about it. Uh, but the weight that has been lifted off the shoulders of everybody in that building, uh, including the coaching staff, and the players, the admin, the receptionists, the trainers, everybody, the fact that the Snyders are out. Okay, they don't have to answer questions about them anymore. They've got a new ownership. They've got magic in there. They've got some a group of people that really want to win, that are proven winners. So that automatically is going to give a B12 shot to a team. Okay. My issue where I'm going to wait and see with that, Travis, is because, for one, I'm not a big fan of this coaching staff. I really not. I mean, I, I you know, I, there's you can't find a person that probably can say anything bad about Ron Rivera. I mean, he's a cancer survivor. Um, and people that listen to this show long enough know that I'm just not a big fan of him and his coaching. I really not. And, and, and to be honest with you, uh, Travis, if it wasn't for – the sell of the team, if it wasn't for just the focus this offseason and it wasn't and we knew Snyder was going to have to sell this team under normal circumstances, this coaching staff would have not been brought back. It just wouldn't. And I've said that before. Jack Del Rio is outdated. I'm just sorry. I mean, you know, he's got some talent, obviously, on defense. You got Jacoby Brissett and you got how I don't know that, you know, I don't know what that looks like. I really don't. We're going to find out. I just don't have confidence in that coaching staff. But, hey, you being a fan, Travis, and I know you bleed um, those teams' colors, the commanders, but we'll just wait and see. But it's good you got the faith, though. You know that That's what's beautiful about the NFL. It's not like – come on. In the NBA, there's teams – do you really – I mean, for example, last year with the San Antonio Spurs, do you really think they showed up? at camp thinking they had to win a chance to win a title no and half the teams majority 70 percent 80 percent of the teams in the nba no they don't baseball as well and i would even say hockey even though i'm not you know that uh qualified to uh talk about that much history of the nhl but in football it's genuine 32 teams that are in camp right now legitly believe that they can get to the super bowl and it's not really, and that's the beauty of the NFL, and that's the thing in regards to where sometimes it don't look like that for most people, but there is some parity involved in general. Uh, keeping it going, um, 
Well, before we'll read, let's go to the phones here real quick uh, before we uh, move on and read some more comments for Facebook Live. Uh, I believe we got Dwayne. Dwayne, you're on the sports grind here. What's going on, man? What's on your mind? Is Dwayne still there or did he hang up? You there, Dwayne? Dwayne? Having a phone difficulty. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe we'll try Dwayne again. Uh, for the most part, I'll go and read. Let's see. Shelby is checking in. Says, Calvin, I'm going to give you props on your John Gruden take about joining the Saints, assuming a bigger role. Now I'm reading his work with Carr, that he's working with Carr. You're always right. Thumbs up. Well, Shelby, I'm not always right. Um, I won't pat myself on the back that much. I'm human. So there is some things I say that ends up being wrong. Not all the time, but most of the time. But I think you're regarding the uh, topic that we talked about months ago. It was early in the offseason, um, really, or sometime after the draft, when the reports came that the Saints uh, had kind of had John Gruden in to kind of talk to Carr. So I haven't heard this story, Shelby. So what um, what you're telling me, have you heard this, Jonas? So what, have they given John Gruden – uh, a kind of like a title because that haven't come across my radar. I mean, I knew he showed up to talk to Carr and there's reports to work with them. And at that time, and what Shelby is trying to give me my flowers for is because I thought that that was so like, it's crazy. I mean, it, you know, they try to play it under, they try to make it under the radar, but it's just crazy that this guy, and you know, I've always been a big fan of John Gruden, but if you go what he was pretty much fired for, for the Raiders and kind of what was put into these emails it kind of surprised me that a team, even though there's some history there with Dennis Allen and all that, I get that. But to me, it was kind of surprising that one of these 32 teams would step on a ledge to try to even bring him in, whether it's a consultant, whether he was with that just did. And also my take at that time was that's really first of all, it shows you that Dennis Allen knows he's coaching for his job. But at the same time, if you really bring John Gruden into some type of role, um, it 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 kind of pretty much is going to diminish. Like, say for example, if 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 Shelby is right and John Gruden is really going to be on this staff at some even if you don't see him on Sundays, but if he's in the background around you know the facilities during the week, and all of a sudden the Saints offense and Derek Carr has this great you know basically year in this. Is Dennis Allen or whoever technically is the label, the offensive coordinator, are they going to really get credit for this? No, it's going to be John Gruden. So what's the what's the facts about this, Jonah? Uh, Jeff Duncan, a reporter out of New Orleans that I really respect. Uh, mm -hmm. He writes for uh, NOLA, NewOrleans.com. Uh, he said, reported last night that Gruden was going to be at practice again today. Uh, of course, he's just resuming the role uh, that he had earlier. Uh, Duncan wrote last night, uh, former, you know, that he, that he was going to be continuing the consultant slash advisory role he started the team with earlier this off season. We had that back in June. Um, then uh, you had, uh, sorry, my just refreshed no, on good. me. Um, so then he's back at practice this morning and saying that you know he's, again it's just a continuation of that role. His his official. I don't know, involvement mm -hmm. is as a non-paid observer. A non-paid observer. So they're um, trying to sell that he's not on technically payroll. He's not on payroll. <laughs> he's there maybe out of the kindness of his heart to help yeah. Derek Carr turn his turn it around. Um, that, that Officially, he's an unpaid observer and as he continues his consultant role. 
With Derek Carr. But he was in the building today. Well, that tells me he's going to be in the building all year. He just You just ain't going to see John on the sideline, in, in, in my opinion. Um, look, I mean, I just think it's crazy that fact that – and look – you got to look at the ownership, and and this is the thing. I know Miss Benson, I, you know she's still alive and kicking. Keep in mind, this is an organization that runs the Pelicans and the Saints at the same time. All right, Mickey Loomis is still there, which has been the GM that had a great relationship, working relationship uh, with Sean Payton. There, they built something special from the ground up, but. This is some like the lack of really a voice of a leader, like an ownership. There's some. There's some I, I don't even want to use the word shady, but I would just tell you this. There, there's some under the table wink, wink stuff going on. They're trying to really sneak him in the back door. They trying to they they just snuck out the house. Mom and dad gets up for work in about an hour. We got to come through the window very quiet. And that's where they trying to sneak John Gruden to the window. Or mom and dad is asleep, and basically I really want to press this girl, and I'm just going to let her know I'm a man. I'm going to sneak her in or sneak her through the window. Never did that, by the way. But anyway, but I'm just saying, they're sneaking this guy in the back window, the back door. And it just really shows the desperation of Dennis Allen. And it really underbellies whoever their offensive coordinator is right now because I guarantee you the more this gets out, and it probably will become a story because I do. I mean, he has an active lawsuit against the National Football League. The man got a $100 million contract from Mark Davis. I don't know how much of that he got to retain, depending on what the language was, if you were fired because of this or whatever. But the bottom line of it is that man is not down there on his time for free. I know John loves football. I know he's basically going to talk about why two spy banana this and all this kind of stuff. John ain't down there for free. And it's just one of those like we just going to keep you in the rotation. We're going to keep you in the rotation. Next thing you know, Saints struggle. Frank Wright wins the NFC North with a rookie quarterback by the name of Bryce Young. Saints miss the playoffs. Oh, who do they go get? What do you know? Hey, after the dust settled, well, hey. John Gruden. Now, I thought personally the man was done in the National Football League after what was revealed on those emails. Whether you agree with that or not, I just thought that's where we're at. How can you bring a guy around like that? Because it's going to be a lot of controversy. Saints are sneaking him into the back door. And they didn't probably reach out to how do we how can we do this? They didn't probably called up Master P, Percy Miller, Birdman. Wayne, they probably got all invited. How can we fly on the radar and bring John in? That man's got an active lawsuit against the National Football League. But so does Brian Flores, and he's got a job. I mean, Brian Flores does too. It's crazy. Thanks for bringing that detention, Shelby, because I didn't know that. I did, I did not know that. he. I knew he was there before, but I didn't. Because if he's there in camp, come on, man. He's not going to be there during the week when the season starts, especially if it's working and it's successful. Let's keep it going. What else do we've got going on? Michael C. Ryder's checking in. Hey, this is off topic, but whatever happened to the player that gambled eight millions away? Michael, that that good question. Nobody knows who that was. It hasn't been named yet. They haven't been revealed. And I think there's a reason why it hasn't been revealed, uh, because 
due to the fact that um and he said is the nfl trying to hide the story um i would say probably yeah it's not hide the story it's hide the player we know the story they're just trying to hide the hide the identity and i've told you when we if you remember michael when we talked about this if you lost eight million dollars now if this is an nba player this could be anybody this could be the eighth person on the bench the kind of money the NBA players are making. If you are an NFL football player and you've lost $8 million in gambling, that's a veteran, and that is a big-name player that's got a lot of money. They have kept that under wraps. So, yes, I'm always usually defending the shield and the owners, but, you know, I'm trying to call a spade a spade. We know the story, Michael. We just don't know who that is. Now, will that ever be revealed? I don't know. I mean, but to be honest with you, I feel like if we're exposing 18, 19 year old kids at college for basically gambling and all that, regardless if they're incriminating themselves by video. Why are we whoever this is, what are we hiding it for? What are we hiding it for? Was it a Tom Brady? Is it a. Is it a Joe Burrow? Is it a. Is and I keep saying quarterbacks. I mean, this could be any. Is it a top receiver? Is it a well-off top receiver? Who knows? Is it OBJ? I don't even know if any of these guys gamble. I'm just giving you an idea that these are some names. Is it Josh Allen? It's like getting that old Michael. Who is it? They did ask Tom Brady to be the one to do the video, and when that came out, when, we, when that came out, I said, "Well, you you would want some. Why why would you want the golden boy, the you know the perfect kid, Tom Brady, to do the video? Wow, with the you're, messaging, you're, you're going in the grassy knoll. Yeah, it's a little you're, grassy knoll today. You're going Oliver Stone. You're not even looking at the Sabruder film. You don't even care what the Sabruder film is telling us. Back to the left, back to the left, left to the right. I can't trying to recoup on his FTX losses. And if it is, which I'm not going to go there, I'm not saying I agree with you, but let's just say if this was Tom Brady, $8 million, that's like losing 50 bucks to T. I mean, you're going to feel it. I mean, well, I take that back because Tom lost the reports. I think Tom lost $30 million. Was it 20, 30, 30 million, million on the, what was it? What was it? The F? The FTX. The FTX. Yeah. I'm thinking when that trial starts, and I think as it starts to unfold, I think this might make Bernie Madoff look like, you know, he might only have held a record so long while he was still living. And I think this one's going to be. Uh, you know, and I told a lot of y'all, man, when, when we were shut down, COVID, nobody doing it. We knew we were struggling. Government giving out money. People calling unemployment and all these. Oh, yeah. You know, stock. And this is, yeah, crypto, crypto. I remember telling AC, like, how can we be going to this? But this is real stuff going on. The GameStop fiasco. Oh, we tricked everybody. We the games. I, I said, this is this don't smell right. And what did I know? Two, three years later, it was a, a lot of people, not just this. A lot of people lost on that crypto stuff. Crypto, NFTs, the whole jam. And you look at his interviews that he did. I mean, even the people that were interviewing him before this broke, talking about the CEO of that crypto company. He never he talked in jargon. I mean, you do a better understand to understand my English and what I'm talking about. Instead of this guy was gold. You, you ask me like people that really know stock. He would say something totally. And these guys would be like, what? Because he he knew it was like, uh, like, come on. But we'll see. We'll see. Eight seven seven three seven grind. All right. So a um, couple other things, um, you know, baseball. 
you know, you know, we're coming. I, I wanted to look and glance at a little bit. I want we got to do these two over unders because I don't want to fall behind on that because we're gonna have to get pick start picking divisions here pretty soon in a few weeks, and I want to go through everybody's over and under. So we're probably gonna average about two a day that we're gonna do. Uh, but before we do that, I want to kind of go over to baseball a little bit uh, because again, they're gonna get ready here pretty soon to be going down to their home stretch um, here in a few. Uh, but some news on the baseball side. Um, the Yankees, um, Domingo, um, their pitcher, Domingo Herman, Yerman, Herman, like Air Jordan, yeah, Air I got you. yeah. Um, they put him on the rest- well. First of all, what is the restricted list? This is the first time I've even heard of the ba- the restricted list. I mean, it pretty much he's not going to be with the team. But this is stemming over a couple clubhouse incidents and what is coming about and coming to the light that they believe this man um, needs help because he has an alcohol problem. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We've got to get to the over unders. I definitely want to give the numbers to the Spence and Crawford. I mean, the yeah, the Crawford and Spence fight. I want to take a gander what we think that Diaz and Jake Paul is going to do, it's and I be think a busy we'll, segment. yeah, and I think we'll that pretty much got most of the stuff on the bone. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the newly Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. Right, back here on the sports grind calvin casey jonas clark producing spinning the one and twos today's show was presented by dosecchi's get a dose we have been broadcasting here from the newly maestro de bell tequila studios and 
this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. All right, let's keep in mind, Zing Zang, look, we know it can get hot in the Texas summers can get hot and hell, even been hot up in Colorado, across everywhere. But Texas summers, don't forget, it's just even got hotter because of the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget, always Zing Zang responsibly. All right. So quite a bit to try to end the show for the day and the week on. Uh, we'll see uh, if we can get to it all. Um, let me just put this out here because I've been parlaying this for three days now. And it's kind of like old news. But, you know, Tiger Woods was added um on to you know they kind of realigned this thing with the live and the pga and he was added to the tour policy board now the reason why i'm bringing this up and we don't have to spend much time on it but it's kind of crazy to me because you know this whole realignment well tiger is going to be a main player when it comes to the fate of live um if it's going to survive if they're going to do and dissolve something else or whatever he's going to have a big say so in this and the tie into this is Phil Lefty. And the crazy thing about this, if you paid attention to these two guys' career for a long time, like I have, they've been competitors. They've owned, they that like they really been borderline, they really can't stand at each other. But I think, you know, post, you know, divorce and scandal with Tiger and the injuries and the wreck, he became more of a person that was more open to even his old rivals. He didn't walk around with the red ass all the time. But make no mistake about it. I think this tour live thing that Phil kicked off or, you know, Greg Norman, this is another form of that competitive, not on the 18 green, not on the 18 holes on the golf course. But now Tiger is still that competitive balance in regards to going after Phil. This is still, in my opinion, I mean, yes, he wants the game of the golf, but he really wants to stick it to Phil one more time. Now, Phil has already released the comment saying, oh, well, that's great. No, it's not. Uh, he doesn't feel that way. But I just wanted to put that out there because I think it's kind of a little bit hilarious. But, yes, Tiger's been giving uh, – he's been added to the tour policy board, as they say, and they'll determine over the next months and probably over – maybe even over the next year or so what they really want to do with Tour Live or what it's going to look like. Uh, but moving on from that, um, you know, the Yankees, we were, we touched a little bit on that before we were going to break, but I just want to end um, – you know, so on Domingo, their pitcher, they sent him and put him on the restricted list – which sending him away from the club, which reports is saying there's been some disturbing behavior in the clubhouse, came very belligerent, got into a little shout match, I guess, with Boone, the manager. Um, and really, Boone took the high road after because he's like, look, we this guy's a nice guy. This guy, like, like he needs help. So evidently, these incidents, they're thinking that they involved alcohol and he might have a drinking problem. And it's just been, honestly, I can't remember a Yankee season like this in a long time. I mean, it's just... I, you know, for the last two years, I've been telling y'all I'm not high the way the Yankees are built. And I think definitely after this season, I mean, I'm not going to put a substance problem. If this this man has a substance abuse problem, I'm not going to put that on Boone. But it's one of those situations that something is going on in the Yankees organization in regards to how they've performed. Um, they're dealing with these type of issues. Um, I just feel like this, if they, and there's some time left, but I don't see them really making the postseason. They can, and if they do, they're not doing anything. And I just really feel after this season, there's got to be sweeping changes. I, I think Ma Boone and Cashman has to go. That, that That's just in my opinion. Uh, but hopefully, 
Um, you know, he gets some help. If that is the case, he's fighting with those demons. But the Yankees have just gone through it this year. What do you got? Yeah, CBS Sports reporting that uh, Herman's going to miss the rest of the season uh, in, in his treatment for alcohol abuse. Um, the restricted list doesn't make him a free agent, but it's also not an injured list. It's kind of just you know special issues, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you talk about the historic, I mean, this is the oddity of this season for the Yankees. Of course, it's just crazy that the Orioles are on top of the division as They're it is. Balling. Um, but for the fir- I heard this the other day, the first time in 30 years that the Yankees are at the bottom of the AL East. Mm, in 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, their last head, place in the division. Head's got to roll. And, and, and be honest with you, I'm probably going to put this a little bit more on Cash than I am Boone because Cash is the one that's built this team. He's the one that's been building the team for a long time. Remember, there was an ugly dispute between him and the captain. I'm talking about the other captain, Derek Jeter, before you know Derek Jeter's role because you know Cashman was talking Derek was done. You know, if you have to go watch that documentary that they did about a year ago with Derek, the captain. Um, so Cashman, I just feel like it's time for a new voice. It's time for a new direction uh, with the Yankees. I don't I don't I don't care for the Yankees either way. I don't have a dog in the race, but it's just and that's the team also like the Cowboys, the Lakers. There's no in between. You either hate them or you love them or you just have to cover them because you're in the business. And that's kind of where I fall in. Uh, but there, it's time for a sweep and change. Um, in New York. That's just my opinion. Uh, moving on, um, let's go real quick because I've been wanting to get these numbers out because we know we came off a mega fight this past weekend with Spence and Crawford. Um, and the numbers came in that, first of all, it drew a gate for over $21 million. Um, that was just short of about $22.8 million that um, Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia drew. The guy you think Tank Davis is just garbage, that he, he doesn't deserve anything. He's petty. Well, he doesn't even deserve to be in the same presence as Crawford. Come on. You go listen to yesterday's show if you don't get that one. Um, but the other numbers that have came in, so Spence and Crawford did 650K in pay-per-view buys, and that total came out to $55 million around there. Um that's impressive, man. I mean, and it goes back to the whole discussion that I had with you in debate about Canelo. Look, I like Canelo. I've always defended Canelo, but I can't remember what fights that Canelo has done recently that go ahead and draw those type of numbers. And uh, it takes a particular fight. That's why my argument with you yesterday, look, the culture and the money could make Crawford and Tank happen. Now, I'm not saying that's the next fight. Uh, you know, probably the Charlo going to come first and, you know, all this. But eventually, if it's enough interest by the public, they will make that because it takes those type of fights to draw in this day and time to draw those type of numbers. Now, this weekend, we have Nate Diaz, which I hate that he's doing this. I got a, I'm not a I'm not a UFC guy uh, for my new audience. I, I'm not. Um, I've never really been a big Dana White fan, but I've given him respect because he made a brutal sport become commercial. And he got the networks into a violent sport and a bunch of guys uh, rolling around in draws, um, but grappling with each other. You got to tip your hat to him. But the reality of it is, is that you got Nate Diaz. I, I just don't like Nate doing this. I, I think he's he should be. Uh, in the UFC Hall of Fame. Um, he's just one of the guys that I gravitated to because I just he just don't give a damn. 
but he should not be partaking in this. But it's about the money. And Jake Paul, he's going to take on Jake Paul. And, and to be honest with you, Conor McGregor, Floyd, Nate Diaz, uh, Jake Paul. Um, hell, you've got uh, Mike Tyson training um, a man that's about to fight the gypsy. King the heavyweight, the former uh, heavyweight. You got Mike Tyson training him. Ganu. Ganu that just was knocking people out. This is this is all Dana White's fault too. While we have this, he don't pay his fighters. They don't make. They need to go outside to draw numbers to make these type of paydays. We don't have time to get in all of that. But the reason why I'm bringing it up and we bring up these Spence and Crawford numbers. What do you think? Give me a ballpark of what you think that Jake Paul and we know he has a following. And Nate Diaz is going to do this weekend. Well, first off, the action on this one. Jake Paul is a favorite at minus 425 to Nate Diaz at plus uh, 310. And this is boxing, right? This and ain't this is, a, this is a boxing match. Okay. All right. Um, so when you look at the numbers, they are projecting uh, Jake Paul himself, uh, who's responsible for helping promote this. Um mm. He's projecting excess of $30 million. That's how much in, Jake Paul is supposed in, in to earnings, make up this? The projected total earnings uh-huh. in 30, is $30 million. He's, project, he's predicting 500,000 pay-per-view buys. I mean, and if that's the case, if he hits that, that's it's only going to be about 150 less than Spence and Crawford. And as much as I hate this bearded lady sideshow stuff that's going on, these damn near borderline celebrity matchups – if that young generation and you people keep basically going ahead and consuming that, we're never going to get rid of it. What, white people? No, I know you say, what do you mean, you people? No, not white Caucasian people. I mean, you people, your generation, you people that like this stuff, that went champion for Jake Paul. I'm like, it's, no, I know. But hell, I would tell you, no, you people. I was an ACL to you people. You're the one that's ruining this. I'm like, seriously, man? Y'all, can, if y'all could only be a fly on the wall at some of the conversations me and AC have, y'all would think, like, well, I'll be damned. I mean, that would sell. I mean, that I'd, I'd have fifty. I'd probably have fifty-five other clients want to sign up for them view numbers. You hear really what the stuff we talk about? But look, no, nah, man, you championed this a year and a half ago. I said you, it's where the sport is going. The, okay, well, yes. that's backing it. You've been do, an do ambassador of this. That? No. But you, yeah, but, 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 it, but you, it, but you it, don't it, have a problem with this though, because you just say, "Hey, that's the where it's going." But look. This is nothing but a bag to Nate Diaz. How can you tell me a guy that has spent his whole career from a young age to now fighting in the octagon and he's going to take whether Jake Paul has looked at a real fight or not or just a YouTube sensation or a person that whatever. How this is you're still going to go in there and get hit. This is all about a paycheck to Nate Diaz. And I just feel there's no way that somebody on Nate Diaz level what he's done to the UFC sport should be in this position to have to sit there and say, "Yeah, I'll go in and take it." You know, I mean, technically, has he reti- has he retired from UFC? I haven't heard him retire from active his UFC. Co- his contract wasn't renewed. I mean, that's what that's how he ends up in this situation. Anyway, okay. same with same thing with Ngannou. Well, he's out of his contract with UFC. Because, okay, and UFC dropped him because he wanted to get this fight with Fury. Okay, so when when it, you get down to it, though, I mean, but Diaz has a chance for a home and home. Okay, in a sense, because remember, this is a two, this is part one of a two part fight series. Oh, so they've got to go to the octagon. The next, next one's going to wow. be in the octagon. So wow. this is a home and home. So is he the underdog in this one? Yes. Uh, his fists are still his fists. 
Uh, so the the underdogs dance at what plus three twenty five mm. is a little bit interesting. But let me know how Paul has a lot of power. Let me know how it uh, plays out, Jonas, because I know we'll you're do. watching it. Yeah. I know you're watching it. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. But anyway, um, all right, real quick, uh, let's get to let's get to uh, two totals of the over and unders. We're going to be doing this really much pretty much the uh, month of August because I've done it for the last few years. But we're going to do two teams a day. Uh, so I want to stay on par so we can get this complete before we talk about uh, divisions. Uh, yesterday we did Arizona Atlanta. You missed that. Go check the podcast at sportsgroundonline.com. But today we've got the Ravens and the Bills. Let's go to the Baltimore Ravens first. We know they have a new offensive coordinator. We know they've drafted some receivers. We know that they won the OBJ sweepstakes. They paid. Uh, Lamar got a great payday. I'm hearing that this offense looks nothing like what you – this isn't your little brother's Baltimore Ravens from what I'm hearing, okay? Uh, the desert is giving them some love at 10 and a half wins. Now, I think health matters to this. If they can stay healthy, the juice is minus 105 to the over 10 and a half. And the under is minus 125 at 10 and a half. Um, new offensive system. There's going to be some growing pains. Health is always a concern on the defense and offensive side of the ball for the Ravens, especially the running back position. Uh, but remember, they they struggled last year in the secondary defense. That wasn't your mom and dad's Baltimore Ravens defense. Um, I don't know how much they've done more on the offense. They have the defense. Look at the division they play in. Uh, they could uh, pretty much eat each other alive in that division. I'm going to take the under on this, and I think the hook might get you. Um, maybe I'm looking at probably – I mean, I'm looking at 10 and 7. And I think 10 and 7 can get you maybe a wild card in the AFC. Uh, but I'm going to go the under on that one at 10 and a half. Um, what do you think, Jonas? Real quick. You just had to take a gander. Uh, without looking at the schedule or anything. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that I would take the slight over. Okay. On so you got them at 11 win team at least then. Yeah, hmm, interesting. I, and, and a lot of that goes off recent trends. 2019, uh, 14 wins. 2020, 11 wins. Had a, you know, a sub-500 year in 21. Bounced back go. 10 and 7 last year. Okay. Uh, let's go to the second team for today. The Buffalo Bills. Won't choke like the Buffalo Bills. Um, I bet you nobody can tell me who had that quote from the rap. Nobody in Twitter land can tell me. Don't choke like the Buffalo Bills. But anyway. Again, we have another 10 and a half from the desert. Uh, the juice is minus 145 on the over, and the under is 10 and a half plus 115. Look, um, they've been knocking on the door a while. They were my Super Bowl representation for the AFC last year, just like everybody else and their mother. Uh, they fell short. And why in the hell are they waiting us till week 16 to see Buffalo? I mean, is Buffalo and Kansas City playing? No, I'm sorry. That's I think that's Cincinnati. I'm sorry. This, they're making us wait like till week 16 to see Cincinnati and Kansas City. I, I don't even know if Buffalo and Kansas City play on the schedule this year or not. I'm assuming that they were going to force feed us this down since the few years going over. They don't. They're not on the schedule this year. That's shocking. Um, but. They are? They are. They are December 10th. Okay, that's still a wait to see that. Um, Look, I told you this is one of my sneaky coaches that are borderline on the cool, a little pressure mounting because of Josh. They're not going to waste Josh Allen's prime. 
I've heard Josh do a few interviews this camp. He's saying, look, we got to get better play of the quarterback position. And, and he's talking about himself. He goes, if we can eliminate turnovers in the red zone, which is me, he thinks they're going to score a lot more opportunities. Uh, I've got to see the running game, and I've been fooled before. Um, I believe Buffalo should still be a playoff team, but that division is going to be a lot harder than what people think. And I'm not just talking about Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. I'm talking about Miami, and I think New England is definitely going to be a lot better offensively. So I'm going with the under on that. I think Buffalo, I think the hook will get you. Um, I think that the 10, I look at them also possibly as a 10-win season. Now, it's hard to imagine they would have seven losses, but I'm just telling you, man, and you just have to wonder, really, you know, is Diggs going to – are they going to be able to keep the emotions of Diggs or whatever went on under wraps for a full 17 weeks? We have to wait to see. So I'm taking the under on both today. I'm taking the over the under on both. So we'll resume next week with some more totals. Eventually we'll get into picking the divisions um, as we get. And I think next week, a week from tomorrow, actually a week from today, we'll be full-fledged in the preseason games next Friday and next Saturday. A week from yesterday. Oh, so we've got another one. We've got so we've got more some teams Thursday. We got Thursday. two games on next Thursday. Okay, mm-hmm. you know off the top of the dome who those are. No? Uh, again, I know that the okay. I know that the Patriots and the Texans kick it all off. Okay. Very quiet front of the Texans, man. That's hard to do when you draft a quarterback as high as C.J. Trout. Remember, they they took their corner foundation in the first three picks of the draft, and you you it's been quiet as a church mouse in Houston at that camp. All right, it's been so quiet you can hear um uh you know a rat pissing on cotton. One of the things we did here, which is really good news, this came out yesterday. Uh, John Matthew the third. Yes, uh, thank you, He had you, Jonas. A, a cancer diagnosis yeah. during his rookie year. Uh, he, mm-hmm. He's back. He says he's 110%, uh, even going as far as to say he feels better than before his cancer diagnosis. Yes, and I did see his press conference. Very encouraging. You can tell when somebody goes through a life, you know, altering moment in their life, especially when you're fighting for your life, you could tell by this young man in, you know, um, Alabama. He was there. I've, I've known about Mechie. He's he's really, you could tell, has a different outlook on life. And, um, you know, props to him. But I'm glad that you did mention that with him. But I did see his interview, his press conference yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, we're wishing him the well. Speaking of Alabama, I'm, we'll save that till Monday. Did you ever get the audio? Though? Yes. I, we didn't get to that. But we'll get to that. You can see St. Nick getting irritated. With his quarterback competition questions, but we'll we'll get into that Monday. But that is a wrap for today and the week. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in Denver, Colorado, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off Monday morning, before you hit the snooze button, and before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself: You grind in peace. See y'all Monday. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas. White Plains, New York. 
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 